0: On today's The Underdog's Opinion, we have Ben Brown, a.k.a. The Tote, Toss of All Time, a rising star in the Philadelphia Phillies organization. We have brand new segments, never been heard before, that you will be accustomed to me and Matt talking about on a weekly basis. Then, we also wrap up with AFC and NFC Conference Championship previews. We make our predictions for you. All right, let's go to work. Today is Saturday, the 19th. Matt, how are you feeling today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm feeling fantastic. All right, let's get to our first segment, What the Fuck. Uh, we tell us we tell each other something that happened today, this week, possibly, that may just say what the fuck, Matt. You want to lead off?
1: Yeah. So, a lot of players have been transferring lately from their respective colleges, and in the transfer portal, we saw Tate Martell. And god damn it, that's my fucking. That's one of my what the fucks. Uh, keep going. Keep going. What we learned about Tate Martell is that his first name isn't actually Tate; it's Tathan. 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 You heard that right. Like Nathan, but with a T. Yeah, he's, he's white. Yeah, he is white.
0: Tathan. Yep, that's it. You know what that means? That family was banking that Tathan was going to be a sick athlete or <laughs> else his life was fucked. Mm-hmm. That is a serious what the fuck. And my, my what the fuck is Cody Parkey. I found out this week. Four years, 15 million,
1: 9 million guaranteed. What the fuck? Finished
0: a year with seven missed field goals. For a
1: kicker? 15... I don't know who in their right mind would give a kicker $15 million with a nine-million guaranteed. guaranteed. And he goes on the Today
0: Show for us to feel
1: bad for him? Yeah, fuck that. What the fuck is that? bullshit. So you have a second what the fuck? Yeah, uh, so Adam Vinatieri, the Colts kicker, is, I believe, 46 years old now, and he was in the NFL before almost the entire 2017 and 18 draft classes were even born. What the fuck? So basically... He's a whole lifetime older than them. That, that is amazing. Yes. He is the Tom Brady at kickers. He is. That he definitely is. All right, my second what the fuck is
0: Tate Martell. We, we both had a Tate Martell reference to what the <laughs> fucks. Talking shit to Justin Fields, saying don't swing and miss twice. Then a week later, not less than a week, he answers the transfer portal. So I was getting ready for all that. The season's coming to an end. I have nothing to look forward to. So I was just getting ready to refresh Twitter every day for this Ohio State talk. Now I have nothing. I have nothing to refresh to. Really fucked that up. Fucking bullshit. <clears throat> now time for our second segment called the Two Minute Sports Reporter. Now you want to lead off?
1: Yeah, so here's... It's not necessarily a hot take, but I think the Colts are the NFL's next dynasty. I agree, because of all the money in the cap. They have around $100 million in cap space this year. They have nine draft picks coming up. They also, two of which being the 36th and 34th overall. They have Andrew Luck, who's coming off a career year, especially right after injury. They have, they, they basically, they weren't even supposed to make the playoffs this year. They have a new head coach in Frank Reich. He's really took control of that locker room. Their GM, Chris Ballard, he's addressed a lot of their issues, most of which being offensive line, and now I would say they probably have the best offensive line in football. They have an elite wide receiver in T.Y. Hilton who's had 1,200 yards and five-plus touchdowns in four of the last five years. They also, on defense, they have Defensive Rookie of the Year, Darius Leonard. They have Malik Hooker. They have some good pieces to build around, and this could be a scary team to have to go against for each of the next five, ten years, depending on how they handle this offseason. The Colts are going to be the
0: next best dynasty. There's no doubt about that. Okay. All right. Let me get to my 2 minute sports report. Folks, riding this, maybe cry a little because we're all fucked. Take a nice seat. Tom Brady and the Cliff will never meet. Tom Brady showed us all last weekend. Probably going to play for another five to ten years. Fuck that. He's going to ruin the AFC East. He's ruined my childhood. He's going same. to ruin my twenties. Probably giving us all the major blue balls. Losing five games this year, all five were crushing defeats. Mm-hmm. That Titans game, I'll never forget. They went to they went to Tennessee and they got raped by like thirty. He hasn't. Tom Brady hasn't looked the same all year. Can you agree with that?
1: I would say he's he's definitely looked different this year than he has in years past. And yeah. then what happened on Sunday? He, you know, he kind of ripped the Chargers apart. He
0: picked the Chargers apart. With no help. There's no wide receivers aside. Edelman, Gronk is not Gronk anymore. Gronk has fucking cinder block feet. He's a great blocker. I'll give him that. But he cannot catch anymore. He cannot run. It is terrible. Fuck Max Kellerman for fucking saying that Brady's going off the cliff. The more we give Brady more more motivation, the more he wants to prove us wrong. If we don't say anything to him... Maybe he'll just stop and say, I won. But the fact that we have to say the cliff is coming means he wants to keep playing. We are screwed. It's Max Mm -hmm. Kellerman's fault. Blame Max Kellerman. That is my two-minute sports report. I'm livid. Now time for our third segment called Tough 10. I'm going to ask Matt 10 questions. We're going to debate on each of the 10. All right, Matt, here's number one. Going forward for Philadelphia, Nick Foles
1: or Carson Wentz? In my opinion, this isn't even a tough decision. It should be Carson Wentz, and I love Nick Foles personally. He's a great quarterback, and he's had some miraculous moments for the Eagles, winning them their first Super Bowl in franchise history. But you have a possible league MVP at quarterback in Carson Wentz. He was playing like one until he got hurt, too. He did. And he, in the last 24 games he's played, he's got a 16-8 and record. 54 touchdowns, 14 interceptions, and 6,370 yards with a 65 completion percentage. That is really fucking good, especially with how hard it is to find a quarterback in today's age, and I think one of the most underrated things about Wentz is how mobile he is and how good he is with his legs. Nick Foles is like a statue in the pocket. Like, it's not exactly—it's not a knock on him, but he's not mobile, and— When the pressure gets there, it gets there. All right, that's not bad. That's not bad. But let me ask you a question, Matt. Mm -hmm. How many Super Bowl
0: rings does Philly have? One. Who was the Super Bowl MVP? Nick Foles. And why did Carson Wentz get hurt? You went back to being him being mobile. He ran into his injury. No,
1: I I definitely agree with that, and I think that I think he tries to do too much. Sometimes that is the case, but also Nick Foles, obviously, where it counts is the postseason, but. Let's not act like Nick Foles put the Eagles on his back and won them the Super Bowl last year. They were the number one seed in the NFC, which Carson Wentz earned them. They did and have they the home only, field advantage. Yeah, and they had home field advantage throughout. The Falcons really aren't that good of a team who he had to beat. And they blew the doors off the Vikings. But And I'm, I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to take shots at Nick Foles because I love Nick Foles personally. And I think he will be a starter somewhere else next year. But you also have to look at the trade tree from Nick Foles. Last time, the Eagles turned Nick Foles into Sam Bradford, who they then turned into a first-round pick All right, here's what, here's what I have to say about this. You let him go.
0: Carson, everyone thought when Carson got back, everything was going to be smooth, the, like, the way that Carson went to a 13-3 season. Carson didn't look so hot this year. He did not look hot at all, and everyone's starting to think, is it Foles' time? We put Foles in well, they went four, or five straight, they including, went, including the playoff game.
1: They were three and
0: one. Nick down Foles the has the record for most playoff games one in a row. He has yeah. four in a row. He won four. That's a record for Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. I think they got to keep him. I think you get rid of Wentz because you know what <laughs> happens if they don't. If they never make it back to a Super Bowl again with Wentz, mm-hmm. the whole world, the whole Philly nation is going to be thinking we messed up, and then it's just a downward
1: spiral. And they'll never get this magic again. Or you have to look at it this way. If they trade Carson Wentz and then Carson Wentz goes to a Super Bowl and Nick Foles never goes to another one, then it's, oh, my God, look, we're idiots. We just traded our quarterback that we drafted second overall three years ago for a guy who is maybe just a backup, maybe just had a lucky run, maybe is actually a good quarterback. But it's not – in my opinion, Foles is 30 Wentz is 26. I think that alone should play a big enough factor and the fact that Wentz is still on his rookie contract for another two years and you have time to still build around that and go for two more runs without a quarterback having a huge cap hit. This is what I think. The $20 million option,
0: you pay it. One more year. You see, there are shrines in that locker room to Nick Foles. Nick Foles has the locker room surrounded. They are all one. Carson West doesn't have that unity, and he ain't going to get that back. Well, offense, when offensive linemen have a shrine to your quarterback, they'll do anything to protect them. That's true. That is something that
1: you can't break up right now. And But you mentioned how he struggled when he came in this year after returning from his ACL injury. But you have to also take into account that he missed the entire offseason, basically. He had no like time to get ready. He missed training camp, or most of it he was on pup until the third week of the season he he wasn't really given the best chance to succeed and we've seen this a lot throughout history players that come back from injuries when they miss the off season or they miss they miss time in training camp like significant time they tend to not be where they were at but then you give them a full off season healthy although he yes he had another season ending injury but it's not as severe as his ACL was he will be back and ready for training camp. He'll be ready to go through all of the off-season workouts. And I just think he is the, they're definitely their better option. That's just my opinion, though. I think Carson Wentz should want out. He, the, I think he's already lost
0: the team. The team is surrounding Nick Foles. The, the wide receivers, they love Nick Foles. When Nick Foles stepped in, Alshon Jeffrey got more catches. Nelson Aguilar looks better. I think Carson Wentz should want a fresh start because Philadelphia is done with him and the Eagles Nation. Nick Foles is their man. We'll see. Question number two. Should Kyler Murray go pro in baseball or football or fuck it,
1: both? So, personally, I'm a much bigger football fan than I am baseball fan. Everyone is. I, the, it, there's, there's a lot of pros and cons for him to go both ways. And I think the pros with baseball is there's a lot more long term money. There you're not gonna get CTE playing baseball. And take a ball to the head a few times. Yeah, but I mean if we're being realistic here, how often does that happen? Not a ton. I mean, even though he's a short little guy, maybe. Who knows? You get hit by but, a bat. Um and then you also you have time to grow, like, in the minors before you get sent straight into the big leagues. But some some people don't like that, but that that is its own kind of respective benefit. And then the pros for football: your rookie contract is entirely guaranteed in the first round. Yes, it, it, he will most likely be a first round pick. He's definitely a first round pick in this day. Just just because of the fact that teams need quarterbacks, whether he should or shouldn't be is He's irrelevant. He's just so dynamic. Yeah, he is he dynamic, has to be a first and round he pick. he can change a team, assuming. That his height doesn't actually become a problem, which I don't think it will. But also, Wait, what do you mean? I, I he, don't, he
0: is completely normal sized. No, he's five nine is perfect for a man. He's
1: definitely the <laughs> shortest. He would be the shortest quarterback in the NFL. By, if, by yeah by far yeah. But five nine is perfectly average height. Yeah, let's it's just, tell, let's average, just tell average, the audience average, right yeah, now. 59 yeah, no, average height. If you're five nine, don't get offended. But.
2: I you feel proud to be five. Yes,
1: uh, absolutely. But I, I he's don't. Don't he's, <laughs> he's a short little fuck for the NFL, and it's not it's not like that has been necessarily a huge problem for shorter guys before. But he's also the smallest, so it's like we'll see, we'll see if it makes a difference, we'll see if it affects him. But he play, he'll be playing the most important position in all of sports. Quarter the quarterback is by far the most important position in sports. And he'll have a type of superstardom that he wouldn't have playing baseball. Like, NFL quarterbacks are recognized everywhere. And they are known by a lot of people, even if the people don't know football. Baseball players, not so much. Like, like you can go somewhere and you recognize who Tom Brady is, you recognize who Drew Brees is, you recognize Big Ben. You like They're just recognizable faces. And if that's the route he wants, then he should go football. But I think he should go baseball just because it's safer and it's not as risky. Let me ask you a question. You said quarterback is the most
0: important position in sports. Yes. Here's a question for you. What's the best position to be a star in? Quarterback. Quarterback. Thank Absolutely. You. Baseball is out of the picture. Kyler Murray wants to play football. The Oakland A's, the stupidest thing they could have done is let this man play a season at Oklahoma football, where football is worshipped there Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. It's the only thing they have besides the Thunder, but fuck the the Thunder. Fuck the Thunder. 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 Okay, back to Kyler Murray. You do not let this man play football. The man is too dynamic. He won three state titles in, in football. He's undefeated as a high school football player, worshipped. You let him go to Oklahoma, he's even worshipped by a bigger crowd. He's gonna be. Able, he's gonna want to play football. He's going to want to play football. A's, you messed up. Whoever the GM of the A's of the A should be fired. He's got to go. Kyler Murray, you get that rookie deal. That money is guaranteed. You get selected in the first round. You go play football. With spread offenses and RPOs are going to the NFL. Yep. It's Kyler Murray changing. will be effective in the yeah, NFL. Uh, Even, I agree with that absolutely. Do I think he can win you a Super Bowl? No, I don't think he can because. Mm-hmm. 5'9 is perfectly average height, not, not bashing the height, but he is a little short for pro-wise. For yeah. pro football, he is short. For normal man, he is average. He is perfectly fine.
1: Question three. Does Tom Brady get a sixth ring? So, I think yes. I don't necessarily think it's this year because I I don't know if they're going to go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs, although I really hope not. They definitely can. You better hope, but, you better hope that Tom Brady isn't listening right now because he's going to write this down, <laughs> and he's going to make sure that he gets it done because you said he won't. But here here's the thing with Brady. He's the, you cannot deny that he has regressed. He has. It, it's Is it affecting the Patriots? No, not really, because the way they play their game is the best system I've ever seen. And I'm not saying Tom Brady's fallen off a cliff. He hasn't, obviously. He's back in the AFC Championship game. But he definitely has started to miss throws that he wouldn't normally miss. He's old. It's father time. It catches up with everyone. There's no way around that. But with having Bill Belichick as his coach running the greatest system, they have a great offensive line now and a great running game. They addressed both in the first round last year with Isaiah Wynn and Sony Michelle. They have a very good defense, surprisingly, that no one talks about, which is going to help them win some games. And Tom Brady, just in general, is unbeatable at home. He's 115-19 and 19 at home in his career with 255 touchdowns and 69 touchdowns. Nice interceptions. And that's just, you basically put that into any year, and he's just going to start rattling teams off at home. Every team's going to be like, fuck, we got to still play Brady in New England. Like, fuck that. So, yes, I think he does get another one. I just don't think it's this year.
0: Brady gets his sixth ring because he's going to play for five more years. And you know why he's going to play for five more years? He looks in his division. He goes, I'm in the shitty AFC East. That's already six wins in the season. Until Sam Darnold turns into a god. Yeah, Sam Darnold bust. But, okay, back back to the Brady. We'll talk about Sam another time. Back to the Brady. Brady gets his sixth ring this year. He goes in the arrowhead, stuns the Chiefs, not really, because he definitely looked at the spread, saw (laughs) that he he got the plus points, goes, that's bulletin board material. He puts it on his bulletin board. He goes into Kansas City, winning. Oh, my God, we're not plugged in.
1: (laughs) Oh, jeez, Rick. How long have we not been plugged in for?
0: Question four.
1: Even though they shouldn't, do the Giants roll with Eli one more year? If the Giants roll with Eli for another year, I personally will probably be the happiest person alive because it's the dumbest thing they could do. And they just shouldn't, regardless of how the draft goes. Even if they get a quarterback or not. Eli's got to go. It's terrible.
0: Have you seen him last year? And they go, oh, you see his stats? It's all check-downs. Yep. His completions are all check-downs to Saquon Barkley. Yeah.
1: He has two of... on Just in general, offensively, he has probably the best offensive skill set with like in terms of his team in the league. With the best running back in Saquon Barkley. You have one of the best wide receivers in Odell Beckham who makes freakish catches game in and game out. You have Sterling Shepard, who's a great number two receiver. You have Evan Ingram, who's a freak at tight end athletically. And yes, their offensive line isn't good. That, that There's no way around that. But Eli overall hinders his offense more than he helps it. And at that point, he's just going to cause problems between the team and its star offensive players like Saquon and O'Dell because they're going to want someone who gets them the ball. Eli's last shot was the 11 and 5 season
0: until they went on the stupid boat trip. That was his last shot to win a title. They have to realize this and move on. If you can move on from Tom Coughlin, you have to be able to move on from Eli
1: Manning. Absolutely. And here's one stat that I just thought was kind of important to show. The last two years, it's a perfect sample size because they have 16 games with and 16 games without Odell. Their offense with Odell averages 22.6 points per game, and their 16 games of their offense without Odell, 16.8. That's a full touchdown difference. Odell is literally carrying Eli Manning to looking like an NFL quarterback right now, and if that's the case, he shouldn't be the quarterback anymore. Question number five. Is Patrick Mahomes the MVP? Absolutely. And anyone who says otherwise is just wrong. Cowherd, fuck you. Fuck you, Cowherd. Agreed. Fuck Cowherd. But, like, this guy's got... He had 5,100 yards passing this year. He had 50 touchdowns on top of another 300 yards rushing and two touchdowns rushing. Like, that... Only three times with this being the third... Has a quarterback ever thrown 50 touchdowns in the NFL? And 5,000 yards. Yeah, with this is only the second time it's been with 5,000 yards and five, 50 touchdowns. Manning, right? Yeah, Peyton in 2013, and then the other 50 touchdowns Tom was Brady. Brady in 07. That was a Randy Moss down yeah, that, that was, was sick. An unbelievable offense. And people want to talk about how, yeah, Mahomes is surrounded by weapons, but. So is Alex Smith. So, so is Alex Smith. So there's plenty of teams that are in the league right now that have plenty of weapons on offense that giants. don't the Giants, the Saints. Drew Brees is great. Don't get me wrong, but the Saints have just as much talent on their offense as the as the Chiefs do. And Brees doesn't put up the numbers Mahomes did. Uh, the Steelers had it when they had they had Bell, they had Brown, they had Juju. Like they had a loaded offense, and Ben didn't touch those stats. This isn't just being a product of an offense. This is taking the offense that you were given and getting the absolute most out of it. This is what
0: happens when the Big 12 finally excels in the NFL. Just This offense is going to be amazing for the next, what is Patrick Mahomes, 23, 24?
1: 23, I believe. Yeah, it's
0: 23. Mahomes is going to be a star for a long, long time.
1: That be- no-look pass is the best thing in sports. The, he, the way he creates his offense is just unorthodox. He does things that no one would think about doing. And honestly, on tape or like on paper, you'd see throwing a no-look pass and you'd be like, God, I don't want my quarterback to do that. But he, the way he does it, it's effortless. The way he can throw the ball sometimes, it's just like... He's not even trying, and the ball's just going exactly where he wants it to. This kid is going to be a Hall of Famer one day, and he's going to dominate the NFL while he's in it.
0: Most teams should take notes of this. When you draft somebody and you say you're going to give them that year to learn— Actually give them the fucking year to learn. They actually gave Patrick Mahomes the year to learn. He finally had a whole year learning under an NFL system. And look what happens when you finally give someone the full year that you say you're going to do. Don't throw rookies into the fire anymore. You might might end up with a Pat Mahomes.
1: Number six. Is LeBron James the GOAT? Absolutely. And I think here's where you got to... This, for me, was the deciding factor on if I really wanted to say he was or not. But you have to look in each of the teams. Uh, obviously, he's only played for three. But his last year with each team before leaving, like their record and how the team did. And then his first year not being there and how the team did. And you look at the Cavaliers. They went from being in the NBA Finals the A lot first year. Yeah, to being the second worst team in the They're NBA. They're trying to tank for Zion and it's yeah. the year after LeBron left. And that's, that's the second time that this has happened to them. The first time he left, too, they were, the, they were in the NBA Finals and then they were a lottery team again. And happened with the Heat. He, he, they went from being a, like, uh, barely making the playoffs to being in the NBA Finals consistently Favored. with him. Yeah. And then he leaves the Heat in no playoffs. Leaves the Cavs, no playoffs after going to the NBA Finals, what, three or four straight years with him there? What's it the, was however many years, both, the, first, the second time he was with the Cavs. They made the NBA Finals each year. Four, yeah, I think it was four straight years. Yeah, and then he made it four straight with the Heat, too. That's He's been in the Finals eight straight years. And basketball is the one sport where I'll say, like, you can use rings as an argument. Like, yeah, he doesn't have eight rings. He doesn't have six rings like Michael. He doesn't have a crazy high number. He still has three rings. Which is a lot.
0: Number seven is Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence. Already number one pick in two years. Why don't you tell me what you think about this? Trevor Lawrence is going to be the first pick in the 20-something draft. I Absolutely. 2021. You know? 2021, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick. I don't care. Whoever is number one pick, people will trade up to go get him. Mm-hmm. That Bama game was probably the best performance I've seen a, a guy play Bama. Because yep. I've watched Johnny Manziel play Bama. It was a great performance. Deshaun Watson, he looked better than Deshaun
1: Watson did when he played them. Because they just, it was a mauling. All right? He was he was surgical, the way he ripped apart. Like, let's be honest, Bama's an NFL defense. Their Their defense is basically... Every year. It would be a bottom defense in the NFL, but it's an NFL defense because they get... What five guys that go in the first round every year? Like this is a really good defense. That if you want to say, oh, but it won't translate from college, look at what he did to them. He dominated them. He threw thirty touchdowns and four interceptions with thirty three hundred yards as a true freshman. He's he's not even twenty yet. He won't be twenty until October. He's six six, which is perfect for a quarterback, and he's got a ton of room to grow. He can make all the throws, and he's got a great vision and command of the game when he's on the field. He should be the first pick that year, and if he's not, it's a ludicrous. If you're you're his parents, you tell him to sit out the next two years? No, you'd let him continue to go and dominate college football and raise his stock even higher. Play one more? I, I think... I, I personally the rule is dumb where they have to play three years or be in college. If you're a true freshman, years. you have to play the three, three years, years. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not you, you can two, play the two. Yeah. But it's dumb. It's a dumb rule, but there's not much you can do about it. And I think I, I, I tend to not get on college players. I understand when they sit out bowl games, I understand when they sit out like the last game or two of their year before their draft. But are just love. Yeah, you don't want to get hurt. I under I completely understand that. But I don't think he can sit out a full year and think that it's not going to hurt his draft stock. It absolutely will, regardless of how good he is. But and also, the only way to get better is to actually play in a game. What if they go thirty and over the next two years or over? They week. they win another fifteen straight. If they, I mean, this would be the greatest college team ever if they do that in terms of that. And he will be the greatest college quarterback ever. If they they, they
0: win 15 more in a row, Mm -hmm. they go 30-0. He wins two national titles, probably against Bama
1: again. Uh, You would think so, He would be the best college quarterback at that time. Absolutely. And especially, uh, you would assume his numbers are just going to get better as he gets older and matures. And, again, he already had great numbers this year. 30 touchdowns to 4 interceptions. That is a phenomenal turnover-to-touchdown ratio. And you just you expect that to get even better year after year. What if the Patriots trade up to one and get him? Are I will we, kill are, myself. Are we, are we screwed? I will kill myself and I mean that 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 is a promise to all of you out there if the Patriots get Trevor Lawrence I will kill myself. Brady will coach for him like another 15 oh, years. he my he'll, life.
0: he'll be like 80 on the sideline and still be running a great defense while Trevor Lawrence takes care of the offense. Yeah, yeah, thanks for my
1: nightmare fuel for the next 6 2 years now actually. Is Baker Mayfield the Rookie of the Year? I just had to take a sip of water before I get into this one.
0: <laughs> Baker Mayfield is 100% Rookie of the
1: Year. Matt, please tell me you agree before uh, I freak out and go on these people. 120% agree with that. He absolutely is the Rookie of the Year. Matt, let me ask you a question. How
0: many games did the Browns win in their 2017 season? Uh, I'm holding up a zero for all of you. Zero. You can't see that. Zero. How many games did they win this year? Seven. They won seven games, and Baker Mayfield didn't even start every game. He played 13 and a half games. He had just a little under 4,000 yards passing with a 64% completion percentage, which is pretty goddamn good. Yep. Broke the touchdown record held by Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson, which was 26. Baker Mayfield had 27. Those two pretty good quarterbacks, if you ask me. Grit, determination, all the things that represent Cleveland, never giving up. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: He is perfect for the city. The Browns are going to win the Super Bowl next year. It's a hot take. I'm, it's a really hot take, and I can't say I agree with that part, but he's definitely, he's definitely the rookie of the year. He broke an NFL record that's been standing for 18 years now since Peyton's rookie year. He's unified the city of Cleveland behind him. They want nothing more than this kid to succeed, and it's weird because with Cleveland, they would get on their quarterbacks— And it would be like they played two games, and the the, the fans were already done with them. They were ready for them to be thrown out the window and move on to the next guy. Speaking of throwing out, can we finally throw out the shirt? Yeah. The jersey list of all the names from, like, (laughs) 19-whatever to Johnny Manziel to Deshaun Kaiser. Can we finally throw out the shirt? Uh, It should be gone because they have their guy. I I don't necessarily agree that they're going to win a Super Bowl next year. They're winning it next year. They definitely... They definitely could win one soon. The AFC
0: Championship game will be held in the dog pound next winter. Browns going to the Super Bowl.
1: After after Sam Darnold beats them? I don't know about that. Because
0: Sam Darnold will be sitting on his couch watching the Browns win the Super Bowl saying, yeah, Baker was better than me. I, I know, know why he went one. one. I don't know about that I one. know why he went one. Including a coach that only won three games. He had to deal with Hugh Jackson for the first yeah, couple Hugh, of games. That was, that was a problem. Hugh Jackson If not Freddie good coach, Kitchens was the offense? if Freddie Kitchens were calling that plays from day one, Baker Mayfield would have about 30 to 35 touchdown passes, probably a few less interceptions, and I think the dog pattern would be in the playoffs. If Hugh Jackson was fired from the start, from yep. the start of the season, Baker Mayfield was starting from week one, the Browns would have won 9 to 10 games, and they would have been in the playoffs.
1: Also, but let's, let's just counter that point. If the Browns had fired Hugh Jackson before the season starts, Baker Mayfield's a jet right now, and Sam Darnold's a Brown. No, because John Dorsey would have drafted Baker Mayfield. Uh, apparently, Hugh was a huge. But John Dorsey had to pull the trigger. No, he had to pull the trigger. But when the coach, when your head coach wants a quarterback, if this. You're sitting there as the GM, you're talking, you obviously have dialogue with your coaches. You want to know what they want. You're not just going to be like, okay, my coach really wants this guy, so I'm going to say fuck him and draft this other guy. Like. You, I don't know, because Hugh Jackson only won about no, like, one game. He won one game in two he years, won one game. terrible. Oh, I think Dorsey's like, yeah, this guy wants him. I'm going with the other guy. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. It's a fair assessment of it, but I think... I, I just think it would be the other way around if if uh, Hugh Jackson got fired after All last right, year.
0: Listen to me, people. The Browns are going to copy the Eagles. The Eagles went 7-9 their first year with Carson Wentz. The Browns won seven games with Baker Mayfield. The next year... Carson Wentz goes off. He has an MVP caliber season. Eagles go win the Super Bowl, even though it's not with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz got them to the point. Baker Mayfield will get them to the point and win them the Super Bowl next year. Sophomore surge. That's what I call
1: it. We'll see. Do you think the Adam Gase hiring was a good move or a bad move for the Jets? I never hated the move. I Everyone freaked
0: out on Twitter. Everybody mm. that was a Jets fan hated the move on Twitter. I had to... You know, put out a little. Had to put out a few fires. Tell people, hey, at least we didn't we didn't get a defensive guy again. It's we true. finally have an offensive mind yep. for a rookie quarterback who deserves an offensive mind, even though it's not going to work out. He deserves an offensive mind to work with. So, I give the coaching. I, I give it like a C plus.
1: Yeah, I think, I think it was the right move. I, I hated it at first, but after it's taken some time to settle in and. Really, I've had time to think about it. Do some research on the guy. I think it was the right move. He has gotten better production out of every single quarterback he's coached. Every single one of them. Can we just not count Peyton Manning? Pey- we 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 know we know Peyton Manning it did it by himself. Yeah, but although <laughs> he did get by far the best year of Peyton's career out of Peyton. Although obviously yes, a, a well not even a well trained just a monkey was could have the, coached Peyton Manning. Wasn't Demarius Thomas and Sanders there? It was. Offensively, they Andy had Welker. D. Tom. They might have had Welker too. They had D. Tom Decker and the t- Julius Thomas and CJ Anderson. So yeah, I'm not giving Gase the Peyton Manning season. Yeah, I will not. ever.
0: I'll give him credit for
1: getting a Matt Moore yeah. in, that, in that wild card game. Matt Moore. And he got ship rocked. He, 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 let's just read off the list of quarterbacks that he's gotten career years out of and had like made look fairly decent. John Kitna in Detroit. Oh. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> question. Who? Oh. <laughs> John Kitna in Detroit, J.T.O. Sullivan, and Sean Halen, San Francisco. Who? who are these people? They're bums who he made. He took off the street and made have decent NFL seasons. What's decent? He, I believe Kitna was 14 touchdowns, 10 interceptions off the street. Off the street is good. Off the street, is that is very good. J.T.O. Sullivan was Alex Smith's backup in San Francisco, who started the season. He went 2-6, and six, but he had never won an NFL game in his career. He, off the street. Yeah, off the street. He was, I believe, I, I believe it was six touchdowns, like seven interceptions. Not not great, but definitely the best production of his career. Sean Hill was five and five after that or something does like he that. Just, does he just walk outside the facility and see someone walking by Basically, and say, Hey, yeah, I like, could turn you into a decent quarterback off the street. I think that's what it is. <laughs> I, I don't remember Sean Hill's stats, but Sean Hill actually that year finished ahead in QBR and pa- like passer rating. Higher than I believe it was Eli Manning, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and Mike Vick that year. And then also he's gotten he made Tim Tebow make the playoffs.
0: Hey hey, I hey, know you're hey, you and Tebow. Hey,
1: hey. he got Leave Tebow alone career <laughs> career year out of Cutler, career year out of Ryan Tannehill. And also something that's not really talked about is he was a wide receivers coach in Denver before he became the offensive coordinator. And no one really wants to mention it, but he got a career year out of Brandon Marshall, who was a pro bowl receiver year that in and year. That was the quarterback coach. He was after he was the receiver oh, coach. Wow. And then Brandon Lloyd, who was he had it was 800 yards and 5 touchdowns over the course of 4 years combined. He had 1400 yards and 10 touchdowns in one season with Gates as the wide receiver's coach, which is like, like, sure, maybe it was the receiver, but you gotta look at the coach and give him some credit there. And in his in his three years in Miami, he was thirteen and eleven with Tannehill, and ten and fourteen without him. Like, Tannehill's not some great quarterback. He's he's average at best. He's good enough for when he gets hurt that they'll give him another year.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, we we have to know what we're actually dealing
1: with, so we have to give him one more year. He gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have to learn next year. Mm-hmm. Get hurt. Learn next year. So. Here's the thing. He he's had terrible quarterbacks in Miami. He had Matt Moore as his backup the first two years. Then he had Jay Cutler, it's who not he terrible. Could,
0: he started a wild card game. He, no,
1: he's not. But uh, he started that wild card game because Tannehill clinched the playoffs for them. But Cutler, who they literally took out of a TV booth to come play for them, ten million one year. Yep. Great and deal. And then Brock Osweiler, one of the biggest flops in NFL history, rocket given ship. Punt. Yep. Rocket ship. Rocket ship and he's he's going to have full offensive control with the Jets he's going to have Sam Darnold 21 years old I know you think he's a bust, but that's topic for another debate. When you're a turnover machine in college, you're a turnover machine in pros. He fixed his real problem. He's a, a white Jameis Winston. We're screwed. Oh, no, because his biggest problems was never interceptions. It was fumbles, and he fixed the fumbling problem. All right, back back to the gates. So, right, what, what do you think about but,
0: the actual uh, press uh, You finished that point. They'll ask you about yeah, the
1: press so, conference. He... <laughs> he... Um, He's gonna have Darnold. He's gonna get a few years in a couple. He's gonna get some cracks with it. It's forced to. And if Darnold is healthy, he's got a mobile guy. He's got. He's got a very. He's got a very high ceiling kind of quarterback. You can't argue that the ceiling's high. There's no debate about that. He wasn't the number one prospect for nearly two straight years for other reasons. He. He's going to have a real chance here, and he's not going to have to worry about some of the things he had in Miami. In Miami, he was entirely in charge of personnel control, and he was the head coach of the full team. He, right now, yes, he's the head coach of the Jets, but Mike McCagnum will be taking care of player personnel, which I'm not sure I feel very confident about, but irrelevant and they'll have Greg Williams calling the defense. And I like that because Greg Williams is going to be the head coach of the defense, as Gase called it. And he's going to have time to really focus and lock in in Darnold. And that's the thing. His fate will ride or die with Darnold. If Darnold becomes an, like a star NFL quarterback, Gase will be a successful head coach in the league. And he will keep the job with the Jets for a decent amount of time. If Darnold busts, then he's gone. It's, there's no two ways around it. That's what it's going to come down to. No way, Donald Buss, according to Cowherd.
0: <laughs> Cowherd already predicted that the that the that was the AFC Championship game will be held in MetLife.
1: Yeah, I saw that. He, where can I get my uh, AFC Championship tickets yep, if And you agree with Cowherd, so you're screwed. Right. Uh What do you think about the press conference? Oh, boy, that press conference was something else. I couldn't even watch it. I just had to watch the videos of just him looking around at a taco. It was so bad. And I was watch. That was a great video. But I was watching it the first was time. Was he on drugs? I thought he was on some shit. I was like, he's got to be on, like, DMT, man maybe. You think maybe he, like, spent, like, 45 minutes on Twitter, just him getting bashed and just, like, no, had, he had did to do something? He has spent time on Twitter. Does he I'll say, agree. like, I don't care? But, like, you could clearly see it's affecting him. Yeah. But he, uh... It was just... The interview was awkward. It didn't feel like it was fluent. It didn't feel good. But... If you've paid attention to any of the, the like, press conferences, not necessarily press conference, but the, like, the interviews he's like done. Like the actual words coming out of his mouth. Not, yeah. Not no, just the facial expression. No, 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 not even that. Like, from, <laughs> not from the press conference, but from, like, the interviews he's done, like, one-on-one with people. Like, like, when he's been on talk shows now, and, like, when he's... So he's, he's not been, good in front of a crowd. He's not good in front of a crowd, but... But, but the stadium's just filled with people. That, that's different. He's not gonna be talking to all the fans. But he's gonna be
0: looking. He's gonna be a crowd.
1: Yeah. I mean, his eyes can be bulging all they want, but... When you hear him talk, he knows what he's talking about. He knows football, and he clearly just wants to win. He's a fiery guy, and we'll see how it works out. He was looking like a guy who got shit rocked and needed to go to the concussion tent. <laughs> Do you think this was Phillip Rivers last year to go on a Super Bowl run? Sadly, it was. This is the
0: closest thing to a great team that he's going to get. Great receiving core. The defense, besides the champion, besides the divisional round, that defense has been pretty good. Yeah. He's, what is he, 38? He's, it's 38, he's 38. or, he's, yeah. They're going to sign him mind. to an extension, but this was the year. Phillip Rivers and the Chargers will never win anything. In two years, when he gets 40, he'll be on the decline. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to find someone else and start over. And I feel bad for Rivers because I think he got screwed over when he got traded in the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. And he'll probably never live that down. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think he, I don't think he, I think that was his
1: shot and he blew it. So, I disagree with that. Right. I think he's still got, I'd say, the next year or two, maybe. Assuming that he his production doesn't fall off a cliff. If he gets hit by father time, like, you know... It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It has to happen. But the question is, does it happen this year? Or does it happen two, three years from now? Because... Listen, they're they're like you said. They had a really good team uh, offensively. They had uh, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Hunter Henry, uh, O'Kong, Russell O'Kong. Uh, they have some good players on offense that they can build around. Mark, uh, not Marquise Mike Pouncey, their center. They have a good offensive foundation. Defensively, they have studs with Bosa and Derwin James. They got ripped a new asshole. They did get ripped a new asshole, but. They're going to have the draft, they're going to have free agency, and they're going to have time to get some more complementary pieces to go for one more run with Philip Rivers. I, yeah. I just think they're
0: too used to the warm weather in the early start of the season, so they play great in the beginning, mm-hmm. then when it gets cold
1: in the playoff time, they have no idea what's happening. See, uh, they're like, why is it so cold? You, you say that, it's funny you say that, because actually I, I saw something before that in the second half of seasons, Phillip Rivers' winning percentage is like... 200 higher than it was in the first half of seasons like the first eight games he was i think Are you about the regular season or? regular season okay but I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking i know about I, I get what you're going for but i i just also think that in terms of how how this schedule's unfolded for him it was not it's just never good to have to go to new england in a playoff game and play zone yeah and, it's not it's not like it was his fault they lost he put up a lot of it was after the game was over already, but he did put up twenty eight points. I'm not. I'm not giving him the statistics for no, that game. No, that's just garbage I. time points. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like I said, but I just think it's not fair to rule him out. I think, although Mahomes and the Chiefs are great, the Chargers were what half a game away from winning the whole AFC this year. think they had the same record. They did have the same record. They were the second best team wow, in the they AFC. Got screwed at a home yeah, they could have had and a bye. They would have had home field in a bye if. They're not they, going to
0: get it next year either with the Chiefs there. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Thing. That's going to that's be a crucial factor. That's,
1: well, I agree, but also you have to look at it. They were the technically tied to be the best team in the AFC this year. And who's to say that they can't be the ones that win the division next year and get the playoffs now have to go through L.A.? League in the AFC, he's
0: gonna have to. He has to get that one seed.
1: He has He has. If he wants to. to win, he has to get that one. I seed. I agree. I think he's gonna need home playoff games just because it's gonna Or at least to have to go. If he has to go on the road, go somewhere where it's warm. Go somewhere where it's in a dome. Somewhere where it's not gonna affect the overall production of his offense and limit what he can do.
0: But he's definitely a hall of
1: famer. Yeah, I think he's. A hall he of has famer. to be. He, he yeah. has the stats. The he numbers his, are amazing. Yeah, they're all there. I think he should be. And if he's not, I mean, if he's not, I won't really. Care all that I'll much because like I'll care for you, Phil. But like, yeah, he he probably he definitely should. I'll probably he definitely should be a Hall of Famer.
0: How many kids does he have? A lot. He has like nine. I don't his off season is wait. His off season is brutal. That's where he puts in his busy work. <laughs> that's what keeps him young. Yeah. Maybe that will keep him
2: playing for a few more years. The more,
1: more kids, years, just kids. The, the more kids, the merrier. Honestly.
2: Wow. repping the city of brotherly love. Via Clearwater, Florida, by way of Issa Talking, New York, the hometown kid, Ben, the best around Brown. Ben, how are you How's feeling? How are you feeling, Ben? I'm, feel- I'm feeling well, man. I'm feeling well. Thanks Which for you? having me. Glad to have you, man.
0: Anytime. Thanks for being our first show. How's it feel? For sure. It's an honor. It's an honor. Yeah. I'm very excited. So, Ben, the most popular question I get when people talk to me because they just automatically want to know how Ben's doing. They don't really care about me. They want to know when you are getting your own seaport sandwich. You've been in the league for over a year now. You've been absolutely killing it. What's taking so long? Yeah. Have there been talks? You know, you know what? I uh, I think it's just because I don't want a seaport sandwich. I think they, they've they been taking too long to make me a sandwich, so
2: I've moved on. Um, you know, the food food's just average. I whoa, whoa. Right? He's and taking that, his talents. To whoa. to go, go right there. I'm going to I'll take my words back and make it my own sandwich, but... Hot seat. <laughs> Hot seat, it? Seaport. Matt's
0: has one. Kay's had one for a good amount of time now. Shit, Jacob DeGrom even got one just for showing up, but he's done nothing on the yeah. island, Ben. No, uh, we,
3: we got a lot of guys. We got a lot of people on that board that have sandwiches and the don't have one. But what are you going to do about it? Just going to move on and uh, find a new
0: dolly. At this point, they're just making a sandwich for anyone. Lampy's going to get one next week. How does that make you feel?
3: Good. Yeah.
2: All right, Ben, So, sandwich, yeah. but I'm not doing a sandwich. All right, then. So, obviously, you're in Clearwater, in the Phillies organization. How is it having a catcher like your catcher Ohappy from Long Island? No, that was awesome. That was a great experience. Uh, we bonded really well. We also have to live together, so I mean, we had a lot of late night talks about catching and fishing and uh, all
3: that stuff and baseball. And, getting signs down and sequences, so it was a really good fit for me and Logan and hopefully uh, we can move, move along together and keep on pitching and playing ball together, so that would be
0: pretty sweet. Ben, you've been successful at every level you played in. What do you think is the most important thing with being able to succeed?
2: Yeah, so like, how hard are you throwing at the moment? Like, has it gone up? Uh, I'm also intrigued to know that.
3: Yeah, um, i have gone up a couple miles per hour since high school, so uh, I don't know where I'll be at this year. Uh, I'm, I'm, hope- I'm hoping to keep on increasing the velocity as it move forward. You want to get bigger and stronger, and
2: whoever rotation you me, takes uh, me. Have there been any like specific coaches that help you improve since moving down there? For a while, and uh, whether they be younger or, or older, but a the, the couple in particular really took me under their wing and, and helped me out a lot. Um, my pitching coach from last summer was awesome, he was a, he was a younger guy. I'll say he's 26 years old, and he was great, he gave me a lot of confidence and, and let me know how good I was. So it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I bet you learned like a like different things from like the new school guys and then like you learn like yeah. good things from the old school guys too. Oh uh, yeah, there's a, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of differences. I mean in the organization it's pretty, everyone kind of has similar ideas, but if you branch out and, and look
3: at other pitching gurus, uh, there's, a, there's a, lot of different, a lot of different ideas and stuff going along uh, as as people, you know, learn more information about the game.
0: Ben, what was it like striking out sixteen batters in only six innings? Be honest, is that just more of you being in the zone, or is that just poor hitting on their part? Kids, uh-huh. uh, that, that was a sweet game. We faced, uh, we, we faced a pretty good team. Um, I, I, I wouldn't even say I had everything working. I mean, it was just
3: uh, I was on the same page with the catcher, who happened to be Logan. And, uh, my fastball was coming out pretty good. And Got a couple strikeouts when I had to get him. So it was a good game for sure. Is that the
0: most fun you've ever had playing baseball? hundred uh, percent. that game was a lot of fun. The bus ride home was a lot of fun. And my phone just kind of blown
2: up a little bit, so that was pretty cool. It hasn't happened in a while. Damn I was gonna be there's gonna be two guys from Long Island repping. That's around. crazy. That Citizen's crazy Bang park in a couple of years. Maybe I'll move down yeah. maybe I'll move down there. I'll be there
0: for the first game, don't you
2: worry about that. Yeah. That would be I'll move down and sell hot dogs rep Philly too. Sell hot dogs <laughs> listen to me no. <laughs> uh, So I got a question here. Would you rather see the NL because Philly's NL East? Would you rather yeah. see the NL get a DH like the AL or do you want to get up at yeah. the plate? I think that both leagues have to be the same. Um, I don't, it doesn't really matter what it is. I, I don't know if that's a, I don't
3: know. I mean that's so far away. Mm-hmm. But uh it would be, be pretty sweet if both teams were the same it would, it would open up some spots yeah, for but sure. whatever they decided to do with that but,
0: I don't know since leaving high my bad. Um, my bad since leaving high school and forgoing college do you see a huge difference in the way recovery is handled
3: um uh, like recovery of your body itself. yeah yeah your body yeah um absolutely I, I put a lot of work into recovery um probably not as much as I even should uh to nutrition, to, you know, stretching, to yoga, which I'm actually on my way home from now. But uh, it, it's definitely a recovery. It's a lot of work that goes in recovery. There's more work that goes in recovery than lifting
2: itself, I believe. So that's, that's probably the most important thing if when you're playing 140 games in a season mm-hmm. or pitching in 30 games in a season. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you think is, like, the biggest adjustment from high school batters to minor leaguers because you know some high school kids like when they get up they they like shouldn't yeah. be there everybody that you're going to be going up against from now on like they're They've there earned their spot. they're there for a reason yeah like what are yeah, some of the adjustments um, you made they, uh, they capitalize on your mistakes a lot better I mean any high school pitcher any high school hitter can run into a fastball and, you know no one can really hit a curveball in high school but any, any high school hitter can run into a fastball every once in a while but down here you, you leave a you leave a fastball
0: down the middle, or some a pitch already sitting on. You know, if you're not mixing up your sequences and stuff, and being smart about it, you're gonna get raw. So, I mean, you just gotta be, to be smarter with everything because they'll capitalize on your mistakes. We'll, they'll see what you're doing before you even do it. Hey Ben, I did some research on you and in this f- recruitment video you posted in April 2016, which was right before your junior campaign in high school. You said you have an 89 yeah. GPA. Are you really just trying to you know, inform schools, or were you just using it as an excuse to flex on being a great student athlete? Uh, I was supposed to put that in there. Um, I, was, I, was, I was a pretty average student athlete. I, I did whatever I had to do to get everything done. Remember, um, remember, Jimmy? I, I probably could have
3: been a little bit better, but it, I, I, got, I got my stuff done in school, so I just the so GTA reflected on
0: that a little bit. Remember, student comes first in that phrase. The NCAA might not care anymore, but we still do care here.
3: I, I
2: guess so, right? <laughs> uh, ben, um, will you do the Kimbrel stance one time in your career for me? <laughs> uh, maybe if it's like a fun
3: game. Maybe, maybe if uh, maybe it's like a, a charity game or something.
0: Maybe if I'm playing League softball one day. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 40 years old. I, I, I'd, have to throw, I'd have to throw a lot harder to do the Kimbrel stance. I got pretty damn good at baseball. Yeah. So maybe, may, maybe one day I'll do it for you, <laughs> Ben. If you weren't playing baseball, would you be playing another sport right now?
3: Um, I mean that would that would have had to be a, if
2: I if I started another sport when I was younger, maybe. I, I, I definitely I would love to throw on the pitches in a little bit. You ben, know, I'm have a pretty good arm, a pretty big guy. Ben had all but the I, tools. I don't know. I'd definitely have to be doing something. Yeah, it's genetics right there, right there.
3: Yeah, uh, you know, my, my dad plays soccer at I got something in me. Mean, I'm not very fast. I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to get a little bit more athletic, but I got to figure something out. Baseball worked out for me pretty well.
2: Yeah, it did. All right, yeah. so you and me go to Jolena's, right? You pitch 100 oh, yeah. balls. Do I make contact once? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: really? You don't think you can just put the bat out there and, you know, just nah, try to make content? I don't think so. Really. Uh, I'm taking the under tough. on I that. I it's pretty tough, too. We hit the, the buns a lot. And, I mean, we we'll are bust off of the 90, 90 90-mile-fire fastballs right down the middle, and they're still
3: hard to hit. I'd give you the best of lot, I mean,
2: too. I think we can get a couple. I hope. You know, every, uh, I'd take
0: the under on that. Set, so. <laughs> All right, Ben. Give us a little insight. What's it like being part of the Infinity Banana Boat crew? You know, instead of D-Wade, LeBron, Chris Paul, and Melo, it's Ben Brown, Anthony Kaye, Joe Palumbo, and Mike O'Reilly. If you learned anything, can you share it? And it's as tight as a unit as it looks on Instagram. Yeah, those guys are the best. Um, that's, that's, that's a unit right there for sure. They help me out a lot. Um, I, I think I'm the youngest one by like four years. Jeez. So Kaye is
3: 23, one 24, Riley 24. So... You know, I, I learn a lot from them and, and a lot of pitches and stuff like that. You know, we'll play catch and I'll, I'll pick their brain a little bit and work out. Working out too, it's, it's fun. It's fun to work out with
0: them for sure. Outside of baseball, what do you? Nice. Outside of baseball, what are your long term goals or plans for the future? i will take I definitely want to be a big leader and do all that stuff. So whatever,
3: whatever else, you know, whatever, whatever else happens. will
2: be better than I'm not be about that far In the future He's got a great He's got a great head He's got great positivity <laughs> Yeah Yo, so you've been playing yeah. So you've been playing Like at an elite level Your whole life Like between Ward Melville Yes. Yeah Yeah like Ward Melville And then probably Elite travel teams What's it yeah, like though? No, not really though
3: Ooh I was, I was a little bit of a a no, I wasn't
2: really I was alright I had a, had a couple of good years Early on I, I kind of teach for a while but uh you know I, I wasn't necessarily that on a on a different level until my senior year of high school there was a lot of learning and stuff that went on and growth between 8th grade and senior year mm-hmm. yeah I bet it's awesome to train with like guys at all different levels like in the farm system like of all different yeah, ages too like you probably learn so much with them. I mean I mean
3: today there was there was two big leaders that top accomplished today and, and I mean that's awesome to see those guys and how they know about their business and how they how they hold themselves is awesome.
0: It's a good group. Here's a very, very important question for Ben Brown regarding his future. Will we or will we not see an Instagram verification badge next to his profile in twenty nineteen? Uh there's a chance. They uh, I was, it was supposed to go down when I got drafted, but they changed the rules up. So uh, they're a little they're getting a little more strict on the
3: Instagram verification. So I gotta you know no, stuff goes well this year, and I keep on doing my thing. This year,
0: if not this year, next year. Tell your agent to you get so that 20, done. 2020. twenty. Twenty
3: twenty. 2020?
0: Matt Brown for verification. Yeah. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Write,
2: write, write it down. Write it down. <laughs> All right, I got uh, one last question from me, and then I got one from the fans. Um what are you doing? My question is, who do you who do you got in the Super Bowl? I mean, it's creeping up. There's three We're games down, left. The Super Bowl. Saints, man. Saints? Saints. Wow. I think that would be pretty sweet. Yeah, that'd be sick. True Breeze one last time. Oh, and the question from the fans is how are the girls in Florida? I don't know. I don't
3: really go out much. Uh, I'm sure they're very pretty. But, uh, I don't don't know. I don't know how to answer that. Uh, You know, there's a couple universities nearby, so, I mean, that's a good amount of, like, younger kids, but I kind of stay in my room most
2: of the time, just watch books and yeah, work yeah. out, so. Just working on this game, boxing on this craft. He's committed
0: yeah. to the craft.
2: Yeah, i
0: Ben, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> hey, thank you guys. Have a great night. You too. See you later, boys. See you guys.
3: bye
0: <clears throat> Time for a little what if. All right, so here's the deal, Matt. If Kevin Durant comes to the Knicks, do we root for him? Or once you become a snake, are you just a snake for life? Like the venom in his body can't be taken out for what he did for
1: fucking everyone for three long shitty years of basketball. So here's the thing: I personally never have gave a shit whether or not players are snakes, whether or not they're necessarily they're in it to win it. Because look, he went to go win rings. Can you blame him for that? That is the ultimate. Yes, I can't blame him. As as athletes growing up. But like, do these
0: rings even count? Yeah, they, I mean, they don't they do. count. These rings don't.
1: count. This is the greatest team in NBA history. There, there is no debate about it. Yes, the league is broken right now. It's insanely broken, and no one has realistically a shot to beat the Warriors. But it did doesn't...
0: you see the, Did you see Boogie last yeah. night? Yeah. Fuck that. I mean, he <laughs> shoots threes. It's
1: disgusting. He's better than
0: Draymond. He's a better Draymond Green. He's yeah, bigger, yeah. stronger, mm-hmm. and he shoots. Draymond can't shoot threes anymore. This no. motherfucker shoots threes. Mm-hmm.
1: But. Uh, Like I was saying, if he comes to New York, you're looking at it, yeah, if he went from going to the best team in the league, he'll be going to one of the worst teams in the league now, and yes, they have a lot of nice pieces that they can use, but he's going to be the center of attention there, if he goes. He will be the face of the Knicks alongside Kristaps Przingis for however long it is. And I, I think if you're a Knicks fan, you have to root for it. Well, you have else? to. You're forced to. Yeah, I mean, what him? else would you do? Like, you're not gonna. One, you're not gonna root for him. To like, if the Jets got Brady, we, I'd, I'd have a Brady jersey the next day. I, mean, I would have said that like eight years ago, but now it's like I would probably just You'd still take him. You'd I mean, I probably
0: checkdown monster. Maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, those checkdowns are unbelievable. The thing about
0: Durant that just, the thing that really irritates the shit out of me. Yeah, he went from a really, really, really good team, mm-hmm. the OKC Thunder, who had Russell Westbrook. Is Russell Westbrook a top five player? Probably, yeah. When, he, definitely, left, when definitely he left.
1: He was, yeah, he was at least top ten. And regardless. Steven
0: Adams a pretty good center. Yeah. Uh, And then you go to a better, better team to win rings. Mm-hmm. He had the Warriors 3-1. Yeah, right
1: there. He had his foot on their In throats. the Western
0: Conference Finals, he had them 3-1. And mm-hmm. he leaves to go to a team
1: that beat him 3-1. You're up 3-1. You don't give it another shot? Mm-hmm. I mean, it. listen, it's... It's sad and kind of pathetic what he did. He shouldn't have done that. It doesn't change the fact that in sports, your ultimate goal is either... You have two goals. Let's be real. Money or to win. He got both. Exactly. He... Why... I I can't fault him for it. I just can't... Well, basketball money
0: is ridiculous. Matt, you
1: could probably get an NBA contract for like $10 Yeah, I probably could. They just hand out money like it's fucking candy to some of these guys. But like... Like, how can you just fault a guy? Yes, he broke the league, but how can you fault him for going to a fuck ton of money to know he was gonna probably win three straight rings? Like, like what what is wrong with that? In the sense of, in his mind, why would he want to go if he like? He could have stayed in OKC; it was fine, but he wouldn't have got ripped if he went anywhere else. He would have been like, it would have been like, okay, he just chose to go to somewhere else. Like, yeah. it is what it is, and he
0: would have saved the league, and the league would have been better.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, fair. But, like, you, you just can't, how do you blame a guy for, what is he making a year, $30 million, something like, like that? Like, fifty. How do you blame a guy for being offered $50 million a year and being told, you're going to be a part of the best team in the league, you're going to be a, regardless of how good the team is, you're going to be a key part of it, and you're going to win three straight championships? Because that's basically what the Warriors were able to tell him. They were able to say, listen, you're, we already have a great team, you're a great player, like... Like, why are they even recruiting him? Like, don't yeah. they want, like, the actual, like, verification for winning? I mean, they already got one without him. So, like... I mean, it's not unfair to say that they already got their verification. No, no, no. Draymond, Steph, clay they're fine. Yeah,
0: they're great. They actually are going to, like... When we go down back in history, we're going to be like, Oh, they actually won their ring the real way. Like, when Boogie and KD Mm -hmm. get their... When Boogie gets his one ring and KD gets his third, we're going to be like, All right, these three rings, they don't actually count. They don't
1: count at all. The difference... difference... Boogie's ring, that doesn't count either, too. I disagree with Boogie. I think KD shouldn't count, in a sense. But... Bogey the league, no one offered him a contract. He wasn't, he wasn't sought after in free agency. He, he took the league minimum to go to Golden State. Which is $6 million. Yeah, it, it, a lot of money. It was one but, year for like $6 million. Yeah, regardless. It's not like he was some sought after free agent that he was like, all right, fuck you NBA, I'm going to the Warriors. The Warriors offered him and were the only team to offer him a contract. That, that's not, I, I don't blame him for that. I'm going to double check that later because I feel like a big man averaging 26, something and something. I agree, but it was because of his injuries, it, the injuries made it, no one wants to give that And no one, money. okay, no one, no one was probably giving
0: him the max deal,
1: but No, there was
0: definitely. definitely offers out there besides the Warriors and he could have went somewhere else and got more, a little bit more money and not fucked everyone over.
1: I mean, that's just based on what I remember reading when he signed,
0: but... <clears throat> Here's my second what-if. If If Rivers goes to the Giants and Manning goes to the Chargers, Philip Rivers to the Giants, Eli Manning to the Chargers, obviously, over-under, one Super Bowl for Rivers. I would say I would take the over on that one. Let let, let me just just clarify with the audience what we're talking about. In the 2004 NFL draft, Eli Manning got selected by the Chargers, number one, and basically refused to go there, and his dad made it happen where a trade happened where the the Giants took Philip Rivers— and they made a trade on draft night, sending Eli Manning to the New York Giants and sending Phillip Rivers to the San Diego Chargers. Mm-hmm. And now, we go we go like what? 15?
1: It's like 16 years later. Decade, decade and a yeah. half later,
0: Eli Long Manning time. has the two Super Bowls and he's... A no-doubt Hall of Famer, even mm-hmm. though I would probably debate that. Yeah, and now Philip Rivers that. is just fighting his, clawing his way to try and get a title that he'll never get. And now he's on the fence Hall of Famer, even though he clearly has the better numbers.
1: So here's what I think. I, I would take the over. And I think it's because Eli was in the playoff runs that they made. He was unbelievable. He, was ob- he deserves his two Super Bowl MVPs. He deserves his two rings, and this is to take nothing away from Eli. Well, he earned them, yeah. Yeah, he absolutely deserves what he has. Unlike KD. <laughs> but you can't—it's just—Rivers is the better quarterback. It, there's really not too many ways around it. Eli, in some of his seasons where they didn't make the playoffs, which is basically every single one of them outside of three, I believe. Made, I think they made the playoffs four times, actually, in his career. And yeah. they won the Super Bowl twice, which is, that's a pretty good ratio. And then the other
0: two first round exits. Yeah,
1: they were one and done both times. But, like, how, Phillip Rivers is the better quarterback, so how are you going to tell me that with these teams, he, he wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, I think Phillip Rivers would have took
0: this team to the playoffs. I, I think they would the talent around him. It's oh, basically
1: uh, like the Chargers' ex- talent. Great running back, uh,
0: yeah. great receivers,
1: except, Beckham for Keenan Allen. Except better, in both regards, Saquon's Probably the best—athletically, he's definitely the best oh, Okay, then he's back. better than Melvin Gordon, yes. But he's—as a running back, too, he's also a better running back. And the stats themselves say that. He had 2,000 all-purpose yards. Wow, as a lot of those are catching and after the catch. Uh, no, agreed. But is that not a part of being a running back? No, no,
0: no I'm not taking it away, and but you're, talking, you're saying all oh, rushing. Like, you're no, saying as, like, a, as a
1: running back. as a pure running back, I don't think he's the best pure running back not, in the NFL. Yet, no. I, no way. I, I would probably give that to Zeke. Thank or Todd Gurley, but Seek. but yeah, as an overall running back, factoring in receptions, everything, he's the best running back in the league. Rivers has arguably until he got hurt two years ago, he had the best receiver in the league. He had Odell. Let's okay. I, mean yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't talk about I do talk about Philip Rivers. I don't no, talk no. about Kean Allen.
1: No, but you have you could imagine that he'd have Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. This team would pro- yeah probably make the playoffs. They won what five games with Eli this year. That's That's not good, and Eli was not good regardless of what his stats say. He missed way too many open receivers, he missed too many... Too many like just, just good options that he could have taken, and it really hurt the Giants. You heard Odell complain about it in the middle of the year. How he didn't he didn't publicly say he didn't want Eli as his quarterback, but it was pretty much it, it was in between the lines. It yeah, was like do you want him? He's like, mm. he's like, yeah, I mean, I could probably do do better. I can get a guy that. off the street. Yeah, and make him look like a five thousand yard passer. And that's the thing with Eli. Eli was going into a straight decline until. I mean, he has been declining, but he for the last eight years. But he was in a nosedive of decline. He led the league in interceptions back to back years. He threw, I think it was it was a one to two turnover ratio, which is terrible. You can't have that in the NFL. And. Then they draft Odell in the first round in 2014. And that saved him for a yeah. few years. He Back-to-back 30 touchdown years after that. He was a pro bowler both of those years. Fuck it, Odell's got to be somewhere, remember? <laughs> yep, Odell's, he's unbelievable. And I just think, you put Rivers with that fucking guy? It's going to be magic. And Sterling Shepard, yeah, great number two. Evan Ingram, phenomenal tight end. He's hot and cold. He's hot and cold, but athletically, you got to put the hot and cold also partially on Eli. And Will Tye. Yeah, Will Tye. <laughs> Stony Brook, Will tie the science guy. Before we finish, I just want to say that Keenan Allen deserves more respect. Absolutely. He's a very top-ten receiver in football, and he gets no credit for that. He's close to top five. I'd, I he's think closer to five, fair. than he's closer to ten. I think I'd say definitely closer to... I mean, at the same time, does it really make a difference. It does. It's fair. But I just think you had the, the top six-ish, top five receivers in the league. It's so hard to really pick a number one out of them. Hopkins. Hopkins. I, I think... I, I, in he has opinion, no
0: off-the-field problems.
1: Like, he Hopkins, doesn't say anything. Hopkins. Mike Thomas. What's, what's this? Odell. and Brown. And Julio. I'd say the top five. Dan. And then Tyreek Hill. He... Then I love I love me some Tyreek
0: Hill. But like I don't think him just as a receiver. Like I because he's he's they they,
1: they use they, him just, flex. they use him as everything. Yeah. But also right, his receiving stats... Tyreek Hill. His receiving stats... Then, who's, go, next, then they, who's next? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, I would say in that top ten is somewhere now Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen six. That's all I wanted to hear. T.Y. Hilton. Uh he's very underrated. Tyree Ty Ty, <laughs> T. Ty T. T. Hilton. Is very underrated, and I would say he's a top ten receiver. Mike Evans, Mike Evans,
0: sh- Mike Evans missed the Pro Bowl with like fourteen hundred receiving yards.
1: Yeah, it was bullshit. And Juju Smith. Juju. Yeah, I would say that probably rounds out your top ten right now, and he definitely he deserves more credit. Doug Ball is Doug Baldwin a top ten receiver? Top fifteen, maybe top something in that range. Like top thirty. I, I, he's definitely a number one wide receiver, like not not like on a football on a, team, on a football. Because there's 32 teams. Yeah, yes, he he's
0: would be a, a number one wide receiver. He had to be, make that clear because yeah, he'd be I had an of, argument about that. That Doug Baldwin's top
1: ten. And I had to like, almost fight somebody. About no, that. Doug Baldwin's not a top ten. receiver. That's all stats, I need to hear. The stats aren't there. The stats have never been there. That's not. That's not a debate with me. He's like he but, would
0: be like a really he'd be a great
1: number two. He'd be like, a great phenomenal th- number two receiver on a team. He like
0: I don't even know if he's number one. On, on Seattle, because oh, Tyler Lockett, he they, paid they, paid they paid him. They paid him,
1: but that doesn't mean anything. Just it's just contract markets and everything. Absolutely, Doug Baldwin's the number one But there. he's not a top-ten receiver. Not a top-ten receiver. Thank you just wanted to make sure about that. All right, so next up, we have our AFC and NFC Championship game predictions and a little bit of a preview to the games and why we think it's going to go that way. So you want to go first with the AFC? AFC...
0: Uh, my biggest nightmare is the Patriots advancing to Brady's ninth Super Bowl. But I just think Andy Reid, he never wins the big game. Yep. And he deserves the big game Definitely. so fucking bad. Like, and, like if there's anyone I'm rooting for in these playoffs, it's Andy Reid mm-hmm. and Patrick Mahomes. And just everyone on the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs fans,
1: they have nothing. No, they literally absolutely. have nothing. They I, they I just won, won their first home playoff game in like... 20-something years? Like
0: 1980-something, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it was
1: a long time. But... but
0: Tom Brady, you know Tom Brady is going to make adjustments. He's probably watching film right now. Mm -hmm. He's watching film. He's making adjustments. Bill Belichick's defense didn't look as good as it did besides uh, last weekend. They used the Baltimore scheme where there's blitzing from everywhere. They're going to confuse Patrick Mahomes. I think Patriots get the win, but it's going to be by not that much, and I'm going to be devastated when Tom Brady goes to a nice Super Bowl.
1: So I'm with you on the whole it's my worst nightmare to see Tom Brady go to another fucking Super Bowl. But I don't think it happens. I just think... I hope you're right. I I think the Chiefs are too explosive. I think the Chiefs have way too many matchup problems for the Patriots. Mahomes, especially now that the weather isn't going to be as bad as we thought it was going to be. It's going to be like 20 degrees. It's going to be cold, but the weather's not it itself isn't going to be shitty. Oh, it's, it's going to be like a... It's going to be like a sunny day. Sunny or, day, whatever. just a little chilly. Yeah, which is Bungalow. fine because elite quarterbacks perform regardless of temperature. The weather is understandably can make a problem sometimes. But Mahomes is going to be out there, and he's going to be slinging BBs all over the field to his wide receivers, to Hill... To what Williams out of the backfield to to they pick up, Kelsey. They pick up any running back off the street. Yeah, and they make Like a you great. wanna be
0: in an RPO system where mm-hmm. you're like the worst option, so if no one's gonna really guard you, you can get five yards
1: carried. Yep. Sure, why not? So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chiefs in this one and I'm gonna take it. It's gonna be a close game. I'm gonna go Chiefs thirty to twenty eight. You take the over of fifty six? Uh well I mean that would be over well, what was your score, I didn't hear 28 Thirty twenty eight. 28 Oh. Chiefs So I think I think the Patriots offense is is there? But I think Mahomes, not necessarily takes the torch from Brady, but I think Mahomes, Almost Brady's Brady, and I think it's the Patriots are winning twenty eight twenty three. It's a last drive like type I think, of deal? I think he wins it on the last you drive. Think, he doesn't give Brady a chance.
0: I don't think if it comes down to a last drive, I'm gonna take the Bill Belichick defense. I, I think that's a fair statement, but also look you got to give this kid like, a chance I don't want to, it to do be it. That. I don't want it to be that close. If the Chiefs are going to win, just please win like in the third quarter. I, I mean, I
1: would to. definitely prefer that, but I just I, I feel like that's what it's going to come down to. All right, you want to give us your NFC preview? So we got the Rams at the Saints for the NFC Championship. And the Dome. Oh. And I just don't think I could realistically ever bet against the Saints at home in a playoff game, especially Drew Brees, <sighs> Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas – Great defense, Cam Jordan, it's a bunch of just a bunch of overall a great team. They have one of the best coaches to ever coach in the NFL, and Sean Payton. They have. Their offense is just unbelievable sometimes. It's effortless. They have guys open always. And Breeze just, even when the guys aren't open, he fits it into tight windows. He makes things happen. And that's not to say anything against the Rams. I think this is going to be one of the best championship weekends we've had in a while. Two great games. You really can't make a prediction for any game. Exactly. It's not like I'm making either of these predictions confidently. But I got to go with the Saints in a tight one against the Rams, I think. I think Breeze just outduels Goff, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 34 to 27. On I mean, you one. know, how I said you can't make a prediction for any game this week. Mm-hmm. I I already know the
0: prediction. Rams blowout. Really? A lot. This game will be over in the third quarter. The Saints' offense hasn't looked the same since they blew out Philly the first time, 48 to seven. Ever since that has been on a downward spiral, and Dallas exposed the shit out of them on Thursday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows how to beat the Saints now. This is how you beat the Saints, Sean McVay. You stop Michael Thomas. You put three guys on Michael Thomas. Yeah, and then the do? rest is on Alvin Kamara. And there's no other weapons. What, Traquan Smith? Benjamin Watson, oldest tight end ever? Besides Antonio Gates. Yeah, but it's
1: just, I don't, that's the thing. I also think that. Jared
0: Goff's only going to have to make a few throws. Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson, power that's running great, couple.
1: Great duo in the backfield. They like will that.
0: get it done. And the Rams defense will show up. The secondary will show up like they didn't do in the first matchup. Mm-hmm. Marcus Peters is going to be talking all that shit. You know, you, you know, he's got to get payback oh, on oh, Sean absolutely, Payton. Yeah. You know how hard it is for a team to beat a team twice in a year. It's very hard. They're it's not, not going to get it done.
1: It's not easy. It's going to be a Rams and hopefully Chiefs Super. Hopefully for me. But I just think I just think that it's not exactly easy. You, you got a guy, Golf, playing in his third career playoff game. You have he's never played a road playoff game for starters. No, yeah, they lost the Falcons at home and yeah. then they beat the Cowboys last week. He's gotta now go to what is for, Seattle and the Superdome are the two loudest places in the NFL, two hardest places and to the play. Hmm? Don't don't, don't, the, don't, no, don't yeah, yeah, arrow, arrowhead, arrowhead's very loud. That's disrespecting not discredited. Right right but the Superdome, sometimes I, I I've heard clips of players saying that like... You can't hear shit. That you can't hear shit. I've heard clips of... I've seen players say that it's like they went into that game and they knew they were losing before the game even started because... Oh, they're already phased. Because, yeah. That's because, what it's like playing New England in New England. Yeah, Exactly. Because the Superdome, especially the closed-in factor, you just know what you're in for when you're going to the Superdome. And it's going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy. It's going to be, uh, you're playing a great team. And you have a rookie quarterback, not rookie, third-year quarterback who is going on his first road playoff game. And I just think it, in the end, he's not going to be able to do enough to get them over the hill.
0: I think they break down the tape from the game that they lost to them where Michael Thomas just broke Marcus Peters' ankles. <laughs> and they review that tape. Sean McVay finds all the holes that they messed up on. Also, the Saints are uh, missing a key piece on their uh, defensive line. Got the guy's name but i know i, I couldn't tell you i i, go, I know the run stopper is going to be gone so Gurley and cj anderson
1: gonna have a freaking feast they should have some big days but we'll, we'll see again i i still think breeze because that rams defense has been very bad at points this year and i just I bet think you 10 bucks rams i'm not willing to bet on the game because i have no confidence in either one of them but this is just my opinion that, i think he wouldn't take it rams gonna win
0: that's all for today, folks. Hope you really liked the show. If you stuck around for the whole thing, hope you really liked it. Have a great championship weekend. Matt, anything else to add?
1: Uh, no, I'm just going to go along with what you said. hope you guys enjoyed the show. hope you guys have a great championship weekend, and I hope you guys all have a good week in general. We'll see you guys next week. See you later. Rams by 20.
0: On today's The Underdog's Opinion, we have Ben Brown, a.k.a. the Tote, Toss of all time, a rising star in the Philadelphia Phillies organization. We have brand new segments, never been heard before, that you will be accustomed to me and Matt talking about on a weekly basis. Then, we also wrap up with AFC and NFC Conference Championship previews. We make our predictions for you. Alright, that's about does it.